chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. We had to take a little week off due to some war. Yeah, I thought we disbanded. I thought we were like the uh, XFL uh, the first two times. But now we're like, like the USFL. We're back. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to be back on my birthday, first game. Not that I want people to know when my birthday is, but... Uh, yeah, it's weird because I watched nine hours of racing last week and wrote a rundown and everything, and then no one showed up for the podcast. And I had some friends that don't know anything about NASCAR. I was like, could you guys read these things that are marked in red and pretend like you know what you're talking about? And then we decided against it. Would have been good. But uh, we had two races at Richmond this weekend, Cup Race and Xfinity. We'll get started with Sunday's Toyota Owners 400. Uh, we had mentioned this a couple weeks ago uh, in one of the previews in the news sections, but it was pretty cool to see Kurt Busch had 500 veterans in attendance as his guest, which was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and the pre-race thing he did with Jamie Little was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, you know, good for the vets, uh, getting them seats to an awesome race. Uh, uh, and this race was like 2020 all over again little throwback a little payback to the young bucks yeah not that i spoiled it i spoiled yeah, that kind of although uh uh it's kind of bad for his guests because he had some issues early on in stage one but we'll get to that well that probably gave him more time to go back to the holler and hang out with him <laughs> although he um, probably got like a lot of times they just pack the stuff up and go yeah uh, Ryan Blaney won the poll. He was joined by William Byron on the front row, Chase Briscoe and Kyle Busch on row two, and then Martin Trix Jr. and Eric Jones uh, on row three. Austin Cindric, Justin Haley, and Greg Biffle uh, had to start from the rear. Stage one, Ryan Blaney untested at the start. He got out to an early lead, and by lap seven, uh, Blaney, Byron, and Kyle Busch are pulling away. And then, as I just mentioned, Kurt Busch, was having some power issues on lap nine, and then two laps later, the caution comes out. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Like, he was wiggling around, like, hey, it's not getting gas. And, like, you're thinking at the start of the race, it's got to be full of gas. Um, and no fuel pressure, you know. That's not the ideal. I've had that happen back when I uh, I had an uh, 87 Volvo back uh in my early college days, it didn't get fuel pressure. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it sounds problematic, especially when you're trying to race. Yeah. Did you Not ever go racing go. in your Volvo? No, a lot of these, uh, a lot of the racetracks, they're anti-Euro trash vehicles. <laughs> it's like, no, only bring American-made cars. Get your Swedish uh, fish out of here. Oh. But. You know, you, you live and you learn. Now I have an HHR. I can go anywhere and race. Yeah, you can enter it into the demo derby up in Waco. Oh, yeah. There'll be four cars instead of three. <laughs> uh, so not much happening for the next 50 laps. Uh, lap 60, Kyle Busch is fading. He's passed for third by Ross Chastain. And then on lap 64, we see Brad Keselowski and Kevin Harvick. They're showing some good long run speed as they get up into the top 10. But Ryan Blaney wins the stage wire to wire. He's followed by Byron Chastain, Truex, 
uh, Kyle Busch in the top five, and then Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick round out the top ten. Yeah, uh, Blaney at this point looks like a unstoppable uh, rebel force. But then after that, you have a hodgepodge of different cars in there. You got a, what, in the top 10, you got a couple Penske's, you got a couple Hendricks, you got three uh, Gibbs, uh, RFK, and uh, SHR. So it looks like it's a, all, all teams battling each other. None of this Hendrick finishing one, two, three, four, or Gibbs finishing one, two, three. And then uh, during the uh, stage break, we see uh, Joe Gibbs Racy trying a new pit stop choreography. Yeah. Um, they're all going to run around the front of the car to the far side, do all their stuff, and then run around the front of the car again uh, to the other side and do all their stuff. And that way the gas guy doesn't have to move around. And But I don't know. Like, the only Gibbs team to pick up spots during this first test at this new choreography was uh, Christopher Bell, and they didn't use it. <laughs> they moved up three spots. So uh, Truex lost two spots using the uh, new choreography. And then uh, we see Alex Bowman. He was pitting out of the box, and then Cody Ware, ugh, over the wall too soon. Very sad. I don't get the over the wall too soon. Like, I don't know. Of all the pit penalties, that one's like the worst. It's like, hey, I bet you don't jump over the wall <laughs> until the car's in the box. That seems like the easiest one to do. You don't even need a uh, RPM reading on that. Yeah, you just got to use your eyes. Yeah. Uh, so we restart with Blaney out front again with Chastain and Bell chasing a lap 86. Uh, Truex reporting some brake chatter, and that's not very good. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of reports of brake chatter. Some uh well i don't want to spoil it uh lap 91 blaney he was still steel leading uh he's reporting brake vibrations uh and then this is where chad canals who like i like him in the yeah. booth it makes me forget how much he used to cheat with jimmy johnson <laughs> you don't have anything to add huh you don't have anything to add there <laughs> no well anyways he says yeah that stuff never gets better well guess what it got better uh blaney this is what i didn't want to spoiler alert he reports his vibration has gone away and then truex never mentions it again so i'm guessing his went away and they thought it had something to do with the the tire pressure evening out uh, over the course of the run and then uh, on lap 125, truex starts the green flag pit cycle he's joined by kyle bush and both rfk cars and then for the first time all race, Ryan Blaney will not lead as he pits on lap 130. He might regret that. He should have just kept out there forever. Yeah. Just once he, once he pits, I don't think he gets the lead back again. Yeah, because uh, on lap 137, the top six haven't pitted. So it's Christopher Bell in the lead with Hamlin, Jones, Amarola, Dylan, and Gilliland with everyone else a lap down. Yeah, and this is where it gets precarious. All these people that there are some people that are going to go on a a two pit strategy and some are going on a one and all the two pit strategies guys are like they are hauling ass because they got to unlap themselves before a yellow flag might come out so uh uh by lap uh 139 truex blaney and kyle bush have all unlapped themselves and we have an almost wreck which would have caused a lot of doom for a lot of people 
Suarez and Bowman get into it. Suarez saves it. It was close to being a spinneroo, um, which would have wreaked havoc on the back of the field that had pitted early. Yeah, then uh, on that 156, Bell finally pits, and it puts Truex in front of Blaney after the pit cycle. But as you mentioned, some are on the one pit in the stage strategy, and the others are on two pit in the uh, stage strategy. And so we see Chastain and Truex, they are the first ones in that are doing the uh, two pits in the stage. Yeah, that puts Bell back in the lead. Uh, lap 186, we get a, a bit of a fracas between Chastain and Blaney as they're battling for sixth place, first place among two pitters. Uh, Blaney runs Chastain up the track a little bit. Chastain pays him back immediately by almost running through him. Uh, great quote from Boyer in the booth. He says, uh, <laughs> you want to be the number one guy in a number two world. Get it? Pooey, like a shitty world. is <laughs> one of his better quotes in a while. And then uh, as they're approaching uh, lap traffic on lap 212, uh, uh, Truex passes Bell, and he was on 20 lap fresher tires than uh, Bell. Yeah, and uh, he is going to uh, win the stage fairly easy. He's uh, followed by Bell, Chastain, Logano, Blaney in the top five, and then we get Elliott, Harvick, uh, Kyle Busch, Larson, and Keselowski round out the top ten. Chad Canal's final stage, he's a little bit of a wizard pre uh, prediction, sort of stealing uh, Larry Max. Larry yeah. Max usually the yellow flag guy, but he uh, Canal says that they're going to get a, uh, they always get a yellow flag early in stage, in the final stage, and they get one. Uh, lap 154, uh, Cody Ware. <laughs> no, it's not, oh, Cody Ware. Oh. Cody Ware. <laughs> he gets some help from uh, Jones, uh, causing him to get loose in the Stenhouse. And then uh, we see some of the guys with an extra set of tires pit. That includes Denny Hamlin, Chris Buescher, Daniel Suarez, uh, and William Byron. Truex is in front on the lap 254 restart. And four laps later, we get another caution as Austin Cinder gets sideways. Uh, They're going three wide. Uh, heading into turns one and two, and Ty Dillon was on the low end. He got into Custer, and Custer bumped into Cindric, and he uh, did a full 180, 360 type thing. He was facing uh, the wrong way. Seven, not, a, not quite a 720. Good thing Cindric got that Daytona win because he is not uh, – he's <laughs> yeah. had a lot of bad luck since that Daytona win. Uh, on this pit stop, Logano, who was running second, comes in. The jack, his jack broke. They couldn't get the car up, had to bring another jack out. He falls all the way back to 16th. Bad news for Logano. He needs to get a better pit or a jackman like Pat Gray. Yeah. Uh, so we see uh, Byron takes first on the restart because he didn't pit. Will it pay off? We never really see it pay off. We don't, we don't really see it. Uh, lap 298, Chris Busher tries to lure everyone in by pitting. No one goes with him. Sorry, Chris. Thought and that then, might work. Yeah, then we see uh, less than 100 laps left. Chase Elliott, who's dropping like an anvil, he starts going over his radio talking about how he's lost the car. He comes into pit, starts the green flag pit stops, uh, along with Harvick. And then shortly after, we see Byron, Hamlin, Reddick, Kozlowski, and Burton pit. Um, and then this is uh, – it's a newish rule with these new cars. Uh, Kyle Busch has something on his grill. 
NASCAR makes him stop. His crew chief uh, lets him know they meant to tape the uh, brake duct, but they put tape on the grill, which used to be legal. Yeah, and no then longer uh, legal. But he said that they did it earlier in the race and NASCAR just now noticed it. I had seen it in stage two. Yeah. yeah, because so they were saying that you can, if it's debris, it's okay. But it looked like that they yeah. put it on. So they looked over it and the crew chief was like, no, we definitely put that on at like the middle of the race. <laughs> so that basically screws uh, Kyle Busch as he has to come into the pits. He goes to lap down. Uh, but then with a lap or with 26 to go, it's Truex and Byron or Byron's leading. Truex is hunting him down. Uh, Truex is told that Byron doesn't need to pit again or won't be pitting again. Uh, he's three seconds ahead, but Truex is cutting at least 0.2 seconds off each lap. So if crunch the numbers, he should be able to catch him. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and then with uh, seven to go, Truex is inching closer, but then, uh, well, Clint Boyer comes in again. He goes, you know, I need to watch out for Denny Hamlin as he's charging hard in third place. Yep, Denny passes Truex on the outside as they cross the start-finish line with six to go. We're going to have a humdinger of a finish here. In, uh, we're in Richmond, right? Yeah. Which, did you see uh, Greg Biffle's car? Uh-uh. He was in another HBCU car. It was pretty cool. Which one? Uh, Norfolk State. Ooh. So it was like he, uh, I like this HBCU thing he's doing. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for him to get a, a nice uh, Prairie View A&M car at some point, maybe uh, up in Texas. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh, with five to go, Hamlin's right on uh, Byron's rear bumper. Uh, then we see Kevin Harvick is charging hard uh, behind him. Truex reporting that he basically has no tires left and he starts dropping. I mean, he didn't contest hamlin or harvick at all yeah sorry tires are gone well did you see the stat that what? they put up it, it, truex's last seven wins have all come at tracks that are 1.3 miles or shorter huh crazy. well it's weird because as bad as the tires were like the wear on the tires both this race and the xfinity there weren't like any blown tires into the wall type yellows yeah but every time they went to pit road and they showed the tires that were off they all had cording on it and looking like they should blow up at any moment so a lot of people were playing with fire and they came out on the other side alive so then uh hamlin he takes the lead with four to go harvick is right on him as he passes uh byron on the back stretch but it's not enough as denny hamlin uh, is back from the dead. He gets the win. But they said it was his hometown track. Who knows how far away he actually grew up from Richmond? Uh, yeah, they're very loose on their things. I would have Googlepedia yeah. did, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, Kevin Harvick finishes second. He's also back from the dead. And then we have William Byron, Byron, Martin Truex, and Kyle Larson rounding out the top five. Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Kyle Bush, and Austin Dillon. In the top 10, Truex and Blaney, the best point stays with 50 and 46, respectively. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to say something, but I think it goes to the Xfinity race. So I'll save it. The standings, it's getting crowded. How many straight winners did we have to start last year? Uh, seven or eight, wasn't it? We're getting up there. We have seven now. 
We have Byron, Briscoe, Bowman, Chastain, Sendrick, Hamlin, and Larson. They're all, like, they're not in, but they're in. They have wins. Hamlin, he's back in 20th, so he's a pot or a spot. I was going to say pot stealer, like someone <laughs> broke into his apartment and stole some pot. No, he's a spot stealer uh, back in 20th. Like, they were not running good at all this year. So this win was sort of out of the uh, – out of the blue for him uh nine other guys without wins that are in the the top 16 spots if the playoffs started today blaney elliott truex those three are top three overall in points so they're all ahead of the winners and then you got logano harvick kyle bush uh Almirola, reddick and suarez uh so it's looking it up it looks like uh Denny grew up around like the Hampton, Virginia area, which is about an hour away from Richmond. So not too okay. Close, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's closer to than Tucson and Phoenix, I think. Or which is what they were saying. Born Bottles in Tampa up. and lived in Chesterfield. Where's that? There you go. So the guys on the outside, they need to start winning some races or getting some points. Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Kurt Busch, Chris Busher, Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace. Kozlowski, he moved up three spots to 31st. He's 99 points out. He might have to pull a Hamlin. Although, a couple weeks ago, he was like 110 points. So, at this pace, he might inch back. Pretty close. But as you're passing, and much like a race, it's easy to pass the people in 30th. But yeah. once you get up to 12th. Uh, as we look to Saturday's Toyota Care 250, big weekend for Toyota and the sponsorships this weekend. Yeah, putting all their money out there. Yeah, good by them. But as we headed to the race, Junior Motorsports enters with a three-race win streak. Uh, Ty Gibbs and John Hunter Nemechek qualify front row. Gregson and Austin Hill are in row two. And then Brandon Jones and Ryan Priest are in row three. Yeah, we, uh, we get uh, Ty Gibbs leads the first 11 laps before he's passed by Nemechek. This first stage, you're going to see Gibbs has a short run speed. Nemechek has long run speed. By lap 22, Noah Gregson, who no loves Gregs. <laughs> well, no, you're early. Oh. By, lap 20, <laughs> by lap 22, he's up to second. And Dinger, who is breaking really well, uh, he's up to fourth. Lap 32, we got a dash for cash race heating up between Gregson and Almondinger. They're in second and third. But then lap 41, Noah Gregson. No brakes. Yeah, once again, the no brakes, not as scary as it sounds because he's still able to run. You know, he, he limps around uh, on the uh, the rest of the thingy and uh, he finishes second in the thingy. So having no brakes sounds bad. Like you're screaming, no brakes, but nah. I wonder Lap if he 60... just let off on the gas, I guess. Yeah, he just let off a little earlier. And, uh, you know, I don't know. They make brakes sound like they really needed, but and it's not all brakes. Maybe one of the brakes is out. Yeah, but he true. he said it was going to the floor, and that's not good. Uh, lap sixty five, Daniel Hemrick, the defending champion, is struggling. He and Priest are they're having the fight off going a lap down uh, in the first stage. Uh, and then with five to go, tires are really getting worn. Uh, Brandon Jones is feeling a big time. He drops multiple spots down to eighth but john hunter nemechek wins the stage followed by gregson barry dinger and ty gibbs in the top five yeah then we got sieg and then this guy 
second race ever in the Xfinity. He's a big eye racing guy. We'll talk about him uh, more later. Uh, Parker Rutzloff, uh, no uh, relation to our friend Scooter uh, Roots uh, Rutzloff. Uh, and then you got Brandon Jones, Austin Hill. Like, I, I always got to type his first name out because I want to say Timmy Hill. And 99% of the time, it's Austin Hill and uh, Sam Mayer. And then uh, as we go to the stage break, Gregson pits early to work on a break, so he'll start from the back. He pits four times and then gets a speeding penalty on one of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the odds, you know. Yeah, the you worst part is you he gotta, still doesn't know if it's fixed. Yeah, well, you got to enter and you got to exit. So there's eight chances for you to speed. You know, they're going to get you at some point. Yeah, and he, he definitely still doesn't know if the brakes work. Uh, he said if he pumps them, they work, but no, I don't know. Uh, Nima checks back out front. Uh, lap 90, uh, Gregson, we might find out what the problem is at this point. Gregson brings out the caution. Uh, there's a brake rotor on the track, and it's believed it's his. <laughs> is that bad? I feel like that's bad. <laughs> no brake rotor! <laughs> And then uh, we restart six laps later on lap 96. Nemechek and Gibbs still out in front. Uh, in the first stage, Gibbs was better on the short runs. Nemechek better on the long runs. Uh, and Gibbs is getting a bit impatient behind Nemechek. Yeah, and this time Gibbs is better on the long run. He passes Nemechek with seven left in the stage. Gregson with the brake issues, he's still keeping it going. He's fighting to stay on the lead lap with three uh, laps to go. Gibbs wins the uh, stage pretty easy. He's followed by Nemechek, Barry, Sieg, Dinger in the top five. Uh, Alfredo, Mayer, Allgaier, Herbst, and there's this guy again, Parker Retzloff, top 10. Um, so good on him. And then we get to the final stage break. Uh, Josh Berry and Jeremy Clements, they get caught by the Popos for speeding. Uh, they go to the back. Uh, and then Gibbs and Nemechek are out. Back out front on the restart, Gibbs breaks away. Uh, 37 to go, pretty – it gets really exciting at the end, but there was pretty slow moving at the beginning. But 37 to go, lap traffic, uh, wreaking some havoc as Nemechek's able to make a move. It takes three laps, but he's able to get by Gibbs and takes the lead. Yeah, but it's brief. Gibbs returns the favor. Uh, he's sort of a, uh, slingshots by him with 32 to go. Uh, he's out front, but Nemechek's hounding him. 17 to go. This is, uh, you know, the race within the race. Mayer passes Almendinger for the dash for cash spot. And uh, Almendinger doesn't have, well, that's also for third place in the race. AJ doesn't have good long run speed. So the race is for the dash for cash, barring uh, a wreck is pretty much over at this stage because Sam Mayer's hauling ass and and Dinger's losing speed. But then up at the front, we have Nemechek. He's hounding Gibbs with five to go. Lap uh, traffic is approaching. They're door to door with four to go. Nemechek gets by him clean, I would add, with three to go. They're side by side with two to go. Uh, Nemechek brings out the white flag, and then Gibbs just runs him up the track on the final turn, and he's able to win the race. Yeah, and in the... uh... In our notes, I wrote Gibbs runs the guy driving Gibbs' granddaddy's car up the track. Um, and it's another one of those post-race interviews. And uh, Gibbs says, uh, 
Nemechek definitely deserves uh, to give him one back in the future. And then he gives thanks to the man above. I'm not sure if the man above likes douchebaggery. I don't know about you. but uh, I don't think he does either. Well, the worst part was, is like they'd be coming off turns one and two, and he'd just be bumping him. Yeah. I'm like, bro, just swing around. I just – we talked about it last year. Like how – it's just so – like, I don't want to say it's unfair, but last year you had Daniel Hemrick and Brandon Jones in Joe Gibbs' cars, and Ty Gibbs is just running them over. And what can they do? Yeah. Can you wreck the grandkid? Sooner or later, you might have to. And especially, it's not just Xfinity cars. He also owns four of the cars you might want to drive in in the Cup Series. So do you... Do you, you know, do you wreck the grandkid? And I really hope I would love for junior motorsports or one of the other teams to put Nemechek in a car in the championship four race. Oh yeah. In Phoenix, it's in Phoenix, right? Yep. And let's see, uh, Ty Gibbs race Nemechek, uh, with a, with a championship on the line. Cause that's where he can pay him back at. I know Ryan Sieg still sort of owes him one. Yeah, they could really ruin his uh, championship run. Yeah, and and do you want to, like, to me, he's like, yeah, we're racing for wins. Do you want to use up the we're racing for wins card in the Xfinity? Or do you want to use that two or three years down the road in a cup race? Or just let him win. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you could do that. but Or he could have won without doing what he did. Yeah. You don't have to run the guy up the track. Anyhow enough of me whining you know we probably lost ty gibbs as a future interview uh, <laughs> if he's listening but uh anyhow america stash for cash list. what's that we can add him to the list yeah you know <laughs> mayor gets the dash for cash next week stash for cash in martinsville will be uh gibbs mayor dinger and riley herbst who was a uh, big finisher in what place do we say fifth place yeah, because he well, we didn't go through the final top ten. Oh, we did. Gibbs, Nemechek, Sam Mayer, Almondinger, and Herbst in the top five. Then Daniel Hemrick, Josh Berry, Brandon Brown, Ryan Sieg, and Parker Retzloff in the top ten. Yeah, second career starter was we said for Parker Retzloff. He's an iRacing racing phenom. We still don't get iRacing. racing. <laughs> Anyhow, and what was most impressive about this finish in tenth? First, because they had a, a they just threw together a pit team. They lost 12 pits, uh, 12 spots on the stage one pits. And then the second stage pits, they had to go to the back of the field because their hodgepodge of pit crew guys weren't able to control a tire. So he definitely passed the most cars. He had to pass 69,420 cars in the race. So huge finish by him in 10th. And their crew chief already said, hey, this guy can race we got to get him a better a pit crew. So he's got some more races coming up. So we'll see what he, uh, yeah, what he him. does when he doesn't have to make up 30 spots every stage. So looking at the standings, Gregson, Almendinger, Gibbs, and Austin Hill are in the playoffs. Gibbs already has 16 playoff points. Gregson has eight, and then Almendinger right behind him with seven. Barry Allgaier and Mayer gives Junior Motorsports four in the top six. Yeah, rest of the playoffs would be Brandon Jones, Daniel Hemrick, Ryan Sieg, Riley Herbst, and Sheldon Creed. And then on the outside looking in, you got Brandon Brown, Fast Pasta, Jeb Burton, 
Landon Castle, Myatt Snyder, and Jeremy Clements is like the the ones we have seen in the past in the playoffs and whatnot. So, so there you have it. That was Richmond. You know what's uh, on Sunday? What's that? The Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400 at Martinsville. I mean, it still sends me like, do they? They're killing emus. <laughs> they're such like. Uh, you go to any safari land and you can you can find a really neat emu that has mange um but oh and for our listeners uh since they didn't get to hear did we do an austin preview yeah oh so i can't lie about picking the winners but i picked both winners i picked a long shot I, i picked both winners of this races this week i i picked uh ty gibbs to win and i picked Denny Hamlin for Coda or this one for this one I don't believe it the rundown's available uh, you can find the rundown I picked Denny Hamlin you never sent me the rundown for a preview by the way yeah I did I sent it on it's on base camp I don't think so or are we allowed to say that that's a work thing <laughs> like ethics violation anyhow that's it for uh we're gonna be going to the paper clip you know, I picked the. I was looking pretty good at Coda for. Uh, we're not talking about Coda. I did a run. No, I know, but I'm just did. saying my long shot won the Cup race, and then you were a moron and didn't pick AJ Allmendinger in Xfinity, and I wasn't. And then I was looking pretty good with Chase Briscoe at Coda, but then he got screwed because he still doesn't know how to drive a road course track. Anyhow, I picked the winners of this race. <laughs> I'm undefeated at Richmond. All right. Well, I don't believe you, but. We will be back on Friday to preview Martinsville, though. Has that been confirmed? You're yeah. not gonna have, like you're not gonna be in Philadelphia or something. <laughs> no. We're done traveling. Yeah. But it was good to be back with you. Yeah, gigs. So we'll be back on Friday to preview Martinsville. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas, where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company We ran in five Grand Nationals my Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride